Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show. Guys, you know I always bring it, right? Well, I'm really bringing it today, honey. I've got a super legend, iconic, incredible woman with me today. Yes, that's right. Nanette LaCary, say hello to everyone. Hello. Hi, everybody. Oh, thank you for that nice introduction, Jerry. Uh, How's all the guys out there? How are you? <laughs> I am so honored, okay? I am so oh, honored. This is so oh. cool. Um, you know, you. you have quite the resume. I mean, girlfriend, come on. You, yes. You've been <laughs> singing from the 60s until present. Yes, definitely. All those years. All those beautiful years. Yes. All those beautiful years. You know, um, I got the honor of meeting everyone at Lead East. Um, ah. Yes. A lot of your friends, your uh, Supergirl group. We're going to go backwards. Let's start with right now. Let's tell everyone you're in a group called the Supergirl group, correct? Yes. Yes, I am. It's, a, it's just a great, incredible amount of a great group. Great girls. Wonderful voices. I, there's a Margaret from the Cookies, Lillian from the Exciters. We have Beverly Warren. She was well-known uh, with Jeff Barry and Ellie Greenwich. And myself, and of course, oh boy, oh my wonderful Louise. She was with so many different groups. Yes. She did the original, oh really, um, Sally Go Around the Roses. She's, oh, incredible. What voices, I, I'm telling you, we, we just have a great time singing together. Uh, our, um, our blend, our, our stage performances are just so much fun, and we hope to continue to do that in the future. In the future. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yes, with COVID. Yes. Yeah, things change with COVID very much right. so. But, um, but we're looking forward to that. Yes. You know, I've been... Say also, no, continue. Yes, Go ahead. I'm say, say that again, sir? No, no, no. Continue. I also... Uh, I've been singing with the Chiselles after the Delrons. I was with a few different groups, but I joined uh, a group called the Chiselles, which are uh, a band that we've done many different venues from private parties to clubs to concerts so that that was uh, about 25 years with that so and with Reverado over 25 years so I've really had an extensive time I started very young thank god <laughs> I got started very young so it was always a dream of mine to be a singer but um I don't know if you want to get the background of that is I remember um just always thinking I'm going to be a singer. I had that feeling. You know, when you hear the artist saying they ran around the house with the, with a brush in their hand, using it as a microphone. Yes. That's exactly what I did. I mean, this is, this is exactly what we've done. All of us have done that have really wanted to be singers. And, um, I just, I loving harmony. And the best part was I would listen to, at that time it was only the AM radio, of course. And, I would listen to all the wonderful groups, the Shirelles and Martha Rees, and I would just do background with them. I, I was always interested more in the background than the leads. And, and that's really how I learned to sing. I was just singing with all the girl groups, and for some reason, I have a very good ear. I can't say I had much education with uh, musical notes and the whole background of that, but my, that God gave me a wonderful gift. He gave me a good ear. I just, and, and I really tension for just knowing how to get in there, finding that note, and I never, I can find any harmony with anyone, it's, it's amazing, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, um, I hope to be humble, because I definitely don't want to be the other way, but I, it's a gift, God gave me that gift, and it's, you, it's helped me throughout my whole career, throughout my whole career, different people I've sung with, yes. Well, wait, so, I want to, inter- I want to interject here for a second, you just said something yeah. interesting, you said, 
um, it's a gift from God, which it is. And you said you want to be humble. And, you know, I say this to a lot of my up and coming, uh, beautiful young singers, because they're all afraid to say they know how good they are. But we need to be able to say we know how good we are and whatever the gift is that God gave us that we utilize. Yes, definitely. That's really true. Because that's a compliment to God. Totally. I totally believe that. He's guided me through so many different times and and the shows and the people and the change and the the venues. Just so much. And even my other, I was a teacher in a Catholic school for 28 years. So I did both things. But successfully in that the Lord really gave me the, the power and the energy and and the, and the talent. And I didn't start out that way. You know, when you start out and you're young, I was 16, I'm sure we were great. <laughs> we were together, 17, that part of the dollars. And, you know, we really, we weren't exactly always wonderful. And it had to build up. It had to build up. We had some really good people surrounding us. Our, our ranger, John Abbott, our manager, Steve and Bill Jerome from Real Good Protect Productions. And many of the... um. Oh, Lord, when we were at our studio in, uh, on Broadway, I think it was, uh, 1650 Broadway, we, um, we were meeting up with Tony Wine and Tony Orlando and Freddie Boom Boom Cannon. They were all around us. So we had, and Lou Christie, we had like a nice camaraderie going and, um, it, we would sing, we would just jam together. And I, and I think over the, you know, it took time to really develop our voices for sure. It wasn't instant, instantly done. But once again, good people and um the time every at that time it was just everything was happening in the late 60s yes. and it, it was just incredible and um it, it was a time that i guess we'll, we'll never duplicate i mean there's wonderful music now i'm certainly not i'm certainly thinking that there is very good music now and i do appreciate it but um it was a time that was just joyful and you know it was an easy time uh of course there were different things going on with many of us getting Duke from much of the money that they might have owed us, so that was a, not a good time. But overall, as as artists, we really had a great camaraderie and, and we really enjoyed what we were doing. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's play one of both our favorite songs. And okay. then we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to continue, because I want to hear all about you growing up in this incredible era. Um, all right, let's let's okay. do this. We're going to give everyone a treat right now, okay? <laughs> I mean, good. you know, <laughs> this song, it's amazing. Um, it was 1964, I believe, um, Whenever a Teenager Cries. We're going to play this, and then we'll yes. talk about it, okay? My mama said to me,
Uh-oh, girlfriend, let's talk about uh, this song. I'm ready to talk about it. Uh, this, this song, uh, let me tell you, we, we were in, in the Girl Blue book written by um, John Clemente. It was one of the first books that were written about all uh, female groups. And it was really, it comes, it starts out by saying that we were um, a concoction of young voices and girlish innocence. And we, we were talking about unremitting love. And uh, we had a fresh delivery and simplistic harmonies. And I loved, I loved reading that because John really put it into words what I always felt and what, the, what, what really was our strength, I guess, as a, as a girl group from the 60s. Because I was, I was thinking that, you know, we, we were always loving to listen to Martha Reeves and the Shirelles and Barbara Harris and the Toys and people that we've, we've met, of course, and have sung with. But at that time, I, I was still never really meeting these people. But let me tell you, it was, it was a great time for the R&B singers, which I have such great respect for and have been able to sing with, which is incredible again. Uh, Another blessing, and we were, you know, we were good. We were, we were that that little innocence kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I have to say that I, I, we must be in the book of records. So I think I must have sang uh, whenever change your cards at all. I, I don't know, maybe a thousand times all the different wonderful shows we've done. Do you know? To let you know, we started out. Um, well, we always did many really great shows, but we used to do a lot of the WMCA good guy hops. And I'm wondering if our fans remember that. I hope they do, because that was um, 77 a.m. New York, and we used to do sometimes two hops a night on the weekends. Our manager would drive us there, because we were very young. We were, like, underage, you know, and he would make sure we would take him there and take him home. But this is where we got really a lot of our experience, because in shows like this, we didn't have a band at that time, <laughs> and there was supply a band for us. Uh, the good guys like jo- uh, Jack Spector and Cousin Brucie and right. Dandy Dan Daniels. Oh, there were so many of them. And we were really, oh, they were, they were the MCs. And there would be like 20 groups. And all the groups that were happening at that time, Joey D, uh, The Chimes, uh, Jive Five. I could go on and on and on, but we were able to <laughs> be together. It would be like a big classroom. I don't know if, if fans would have, maybe they went to some of these shows. And there were many times that were, the venues were high schools and maybe parks. No, no, not outside parks, but different kinds of, not even a club. I guess it was always high schools. And there we would rehearse. We'd have like 10 minutes to rehearse, all of us, with a band, unless you had your own band, and most people did not at that time. Couldn't afford it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they, oh, it was so wild. And, you know, they'd go over the songs. We maybe would do three songs because there were so many groups. And then we, they, we, you know, they'd bring us out, the good guys would bring us out, and, and there's a wonderful band. Well, there was one wonderful band called the Demetrons. They were great. They they never messed anything up. And it was, <laughs> we have 10 minutes. It really was 10 minutes of rehearsal with them. And most of us, but there were times, Jerry and fans, you have to hear this, where we would go and tour a show. Probably, I don't know if they were all good guys, but definitely, some kind of high school show or college show. And we, ooh, we had people, we had to stop the band. We were with Lenny Welsh. Okay. Um, and yeah, he was wonderful. And we, when he went on, he, they were ruining, he couldn't even sing his wonderful song. Oh my Lord. And, and he actually stopped the band and he had to sing a cappella. We had to do that a few times as well because they, you know, I know it wasn't meant, they didn't mean to do any harm to us, but it just didn't work out with no 
long rehearsal and so many groups. So many times, many times we, we had to sing acapella, at least one or two songs, or find a song that they knew <laughs> so that we, they wouldn't, you know, they'd be able to play it. Right. Things were, it was so crazy, always really crazy times. But the best part of those times were, as I said, we met everybody, we were together in the classrooms. I mean, Neil Sedaker and Simon Garfunkel, it goes on and on. And it's not to be name dropping, but the fact of the matter was, I was so, I was so happy. Right. Because I was meeting, yeah, I was so thankful and grateful. I was meeting people that I really cared about and loved their songs. But I, I, we were young. So, okay. <laughs> of course, and, and the crazy part was, we didn't, it was a time, we didn't get paid for the hops at all. Um, it was for promotion of a, of a record that we might be, you know, maybe they were playing and, so it was it was a time that everybody did these hops from A to Z. <laughs> so it was it was a it was a fun time and a time to learn our craft. It really was a time to learn our craft. Sometimes we would sing on one mic. <laughs> it was so crazy. And but um it was as I said, I, I hope some of the fans out there might have gone to some, we'd have to be my age guys. <laughs> oh that's <laughs> funny. You, yeah, they have to be but I hope they would at least maybe there's some people out there that would remember the craziness of it all and the part that went what that really didn't happen was no matter how the sound might have been not so great or the mics or the band these these people were so talented they didn't need a band i mean such talent incredible talent so it, it was great today's groups would never never <laughs> be going on that's never. right never, never. yeah no they have everything right and perfect and a lot of these groups and you know this too. They manage themselves. They book themselves. They record. So they they don't have anybody else with a finger in the pot, you know. And they get exactly how they they get the sound they want, what they want. That's another thing. We had a, we really didn't have a say in what we would record. It was always decided upon by our manager, and I guess with the approval of the record companies. And so, but um, we did have a when we were with RCA, which is coming back later. One of our teenage guys was uh, with a world artist, and, but as we got to other labels, they, they had some incredible bands, um, orchestras in fact, you know, timbales, uh, harps, everything you could think of, everything, violins. I mean, it was, for a young girl, and I was still young, at, at the list about 67, 68, I guess, with RCA, I was floored to be singing with... Orchestras of incredible talent. Every trumpets, horns, everything you could think of was in the mix, you know. So, as I said, it's been a beautiful. It's been a, it's been a beautiful trip. I can't say anything more. I also want to say that our fans, and this is the truth, they have been so supportive, Jerry, that even now, you know, or when we did, uh, we we just our live shows when we came back to it in the seventies, separata. Uh, Lorraine and myself, Mazzola, the part of Razy, Lorraine and myself. And um, they were so supportive and so, oh my Lord, just wonderful. And, and I have to say, we're only as, as really talented, well, maybe the talent's there, but we're only as good as our fans help us to be. Well, because, you know, they, it's the truth. Do you, were you going to say that, Jerry? No, okay. So, wait, I got I to gotta interject. Okay, so to a okay, point, good. no. I don't agree with that part as far as your talent. I agree oh. with 
how famous people become. It's the fans, you know, buying the music and all that. But your talent is God given. Your talent is there regardless of the fans. And, you know, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Elvis. There will always be someone saying, Oh, I didn't really like that singer. Big deal. You know what I mean? We can't please everyone, but you guys are incredible. And your voice, you know, I want to say something else to you. Um, You know, growing up, I always said this. I was born too late. Okay, I was born in 1961, but my music is Elvis, doo-wop, girl groups. I mean, oldies. Forget it. That's me. And I always said I was born too late. Um, But here's the thing. You guys, your music will never get old. I have young singers that I interview who say the same things to me and they say if it wasn't for all of what you guys did, they wouldn't be where they are today. And they've said that to me. Okay? So, you know, you have to know that. And the other thing I wanted to say, you you mentioned something about you didn't want to name drop, you know, you're just so excited. No, 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 name drop, girl. You know why? I'm going to be dropping your name for a very long time, okay? I will be name dropping. Now, not like how I've been, I've been name dropping Margaret Williams, Beverly Warren, Lillian yeah. Walker. Oh, yeah. You know, come on, Louise. I've been name dropping, okay? Oh, so, good, okay. You, you know, when, yes, when you name drop, they smile. They're like, oh my gosh, they mentioned me. That's all good. Okay, great. Because it's it's like, you know, you just want to do the right thing and you want to be a little righteous and all that stuff because I... It's important for me to be righteous. Oh my but if you, goodness! You know, if you're thinking that's a good thing. It's well, amazing. Let me tell you. Yes, it was one. It, uh, there's so many more. Oh, because we did um, from the heart. Uh, a few of us did from the heart. Barbara Harris, myself. Yes. Tom, yeah, Tom Clemente from the Dimensions. Uh, we backed up like people like Laverne, absolutely incredible. Laverne Baker was was what a show. We even backed her up in a in a club, yeah. and it was what. When she was very sick and she had that um, aberration. Um, gee, oh boy, I can't believe it's such a. Yes, of course, my husband. Bobby Lewis, little Eva. Forget oh, it. Frankie, yes, <laughs> Freddie Scott. Oh, it was wonderful to sing back one on Freddie. Because you know the back one of Freddie Scott's songs are just. Uh. Oh, it, it was a, an elated kind of period to do that. Did, I can't even really. I wait, did you ever meet? This. I have to ask you, did you ever meet Elvis? No, that's one thing uh, I can honestly say. I never, no, I never did. Okay. Um, I guess he, he was in different kind of, I guess, the States. We did travel through States, and we did get to England. Okay. I don't know, but if you want to hear, this is the truth. This is incredible. We went to England, of course, with uh, Captain of Your Ship. Okay. Which was, I guess, in 19, the end of 68, 1968. And um, we, were, we did two tours. And the, the first tour was like a world when it was well done. It was beautiful we were we were very i think we i think captain of ship was in the top i don't think the top five i'm not sure about that but wow we we were of course in a hotel and we were, we had all kinds of press releases and people interviewing and photo sessions but the best part was we were getting our hair done because it was we were doing big venues over there and we didn't so we went and we didn't know that the Two of the Beatles. It was John Lennon, I think Paul McCartney. Okay. They were like waiting to see us, but nobody ever told us. Ugh. They never said it was just terrible. I, when we found out that they were there, they just left. We were like, oh my. It was, I mean, this was not a, a good time for our hearts, you know. Why didn't they tell you, though? I don't understand I don't, that. 
I don't understand it either. The only thing I can figure out is that's when our, our managers came on the first tour with us. And I, the only thing I can think of is what was because we had maybe we're having a, an interview, top of the pop interview, or who cares? Shows that, yeah, right. I mean, when we when we heard that, ah, we never got over it, and we always hoped we never met them, of course, ever after that. We always hoped that they didn't think that we were right. You know, no, none of that. Because that's not what was never no. in our hearts. We always just regular Brooklyn people. We always have been and always will be. Well, and, and caring, no. caring people. So let's play. Yeah. Okay, let's give everybody another treat. <laughs> Let's play okay. <laughs> Tommy, 
<laughs> it's got, it has gotten us so many years of working and and people enjoying the song. Yeah. And this is a crazy story. I don't know if I'm talking too much. You're not talking too much. This is what your fans <laughs> want to hear. Your enthusiasm. Come on. Oh, thank you. Well, because when I was really young, you know, right before I started singing, of course, I had a boyfriend whose name was Tommy. Oh, of course. wait. Oh, of course. Hold on. Yeah. But wait, wait. I have to ask. Wait, wait, wait. Was that song inspired yeah. because of his name? No, this is a funny part. No, okay. it was written for us by um, I, Kenny Young, I think. But... It wasn't, but the, the fact of the matter was, when, oh, 1969, I won't go into the bad parts, but it was not the best year for me, and many things happened, but of course, he broke up with me, of course, the unrequited love of what we all go through, uh-huh. I was devastated, <laughs> and I had to sing this song. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had to sing this song on stage, without, you know, nobody knowing the background of it, or how I was feeling, holding back tears. And and it affected me as much as it might have affected some of the fans with who had boyfriends like a Tommy. You know those words. You know, it, it's just incredible. It's unrequited love, and that's how it went. But wait, and, wait, I, I have questions. Okay, wait, hold that thought. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, number one, did he think it was about him? Oh, that's a good question. No. He, okay. He didn't know. I guess he knew that. He um, he was. He joined the Marines, it was a long story, he joined the Marines, and really unfortunately, he passed away. Oh no, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, it was terrifying. Yeah, in 69, 69, he passed away. Oh, but okay. It was, but we did, it was funny, but because of that song, and because I was still singing, I think he got back in touch with me. Okay, <laughs> okay. back in touch with him, which was a good thing. Okay. But, you know, it, 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 was, it was a very sad time for me. I'm so, sorry. Oh, that, that, that's just, just to let people know that, yeah. you know, we all, yeah, we, let, we all go through these right. and things, but, but that song really, um, <clears throat> helped us to make us so popular with the people, but like people out there, they know what they've all been through. We've all, yes. it, it's just life, you know, it's just life and, yep. and that's the way it goes. I lost but someone was, special as well. Yeah, yes. Yes. Very strange. But it, as I said, overall, I, I would agree that most of us are, we're still here. We're thankful to be here. We're still singing. You know, many of us, like especially with the girl group that I'm with, and with, we're thankful for all that. I'm sure. I'm sure people realize that um, there was a wonderful time for girl groups, for all you know, for all groups, R and B groups, and solo singers. You mentioned Mel Carter, who was a great oh, singer. Oh come on, right? Incredible. Oh my God, he's a great singer. And and Lenny Welsh. I mean, well, yes, Lenny. It's hard to even name them. Wait, I want to tell you something funny. Wait, I want to tell you something funny. Okay, so I interviewed Ron Dante, right? So, okay, the whole time, and the interview was awesome, but I'm giggling. And I'm going, come on, sugar. Come on, honey. Come on, sugar. I couldn't stop myself, okay? Friendly, you're friendly friendly people. No, but I'm saying that to say what you guys have done for us. Like that's oh, what happens to us. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm I'm getting it. I just I, I, I keep thinking that, but that's so nice to hear that because it'll it'll make me think about that, and it, it's important for us to to realize Ugh. that we just help. You know, we help one another. Yes, that's, that's what it's, that's what the nice part of the whole deal oh, is. Yeah. And I know you're doing some great interviews and some great broadcasts, and and the, 
and people are enjoying it. So how can you how can you lose with the stuff you use? You That's know, right, you baby. <laughs> you can't. I love and, it. And, so this is all good. It's all good. So, so that's, that's a little story about Tommy. Okay. But it, it was really, people always want to hear that. And how, how can I say anything bad about that song? That's great. Help, help to make us who we are. Okay. All right. So, so let's, let's play. Yes, we're going to play If I Fell in Love With You. And then we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. All right. Very good. Here we go, yes, baby. Definitely. If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true? And love with you talk about it girlfriend well that of course is the Beatles song and we I guess as a girl group we had to do many in our albums we not all we only had two albums but many of us so we did so many singles we had some that were cover songs and when we in our in our show we we done many cover shows The Temptations uh, Smokey Robinson uh, male groups I'm sorry male groups like Smokey Robinson The Temptations on and on, but um, this was a pleasure because the Beatles, of course, you know, the Beatles were wonderful. They came here and they kind of ended a lot of music yeah. for us for a while. You they know? did, they did. Hear, yes, you'll hear every artist say that. Yes, but but as as for their, they they were incredible. I mean, look what they've done. Look at how they. Oh my God! So those years that they were together. So it was it was a a, a great thing for us to. To, to do that song and the harmonies we were always working on the harmonies uh, Mary Rebrada was a great lead singer she just had one of those voices boy you know that was just right for the time like the Shangri-Las Mary from the Shangri-Las I mean it was it was a voice do you know what would happen to me when I would be on stage what? many times I loved the voice so much 
that many times I get, I'm, I'm performing. And we, we had, oh, we had always had choreography. I don't know if the fans have ever seen us. We had, we were very disciplined in our choreography and we had some, uh, we were just like always practicing. So we were tight. And, um, but I, I would sometimes get lost in her lead. And this is the truth. I get lost in her lead because I, her voice was so good. <laughs> and, Oh, she she really had oh, she has a great voice. She just doesn't want to sing anymore. But um, wow, I get lost in her voice, and I, luckily I wouldn't forget to come in. But <laughs> there were times when I almost forgot to come in with my talk, and I'm so absorbed in listening to her voice. So I, I imagine people recognize that about Rapunzel's voice. I'm sure that's they amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, I want to tell you something silly. You know, oh good, I want to hear silly. All right, I would never <laughs> think for a minute that you would have said that, okay? Because in my mind, see, we don't see things the way they really are. Your fans I'm talking about, you know? Okay. We don't see things the way they are. Like, in in my mind, you're all on the same level and you're all entwined in this. And I would never think that. So that's beautiful hearing that from you because okay. that's us. We're the silly nut jobs that are listening and giggling and going, oh my God, you know? <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, whenever I meet the people that I get to interview, I'm just like a kid in a candy store giggling. They're like, I'm like, hug me, just hug me. (laughs) It's great so that you can feel that. It's it's, it's a beautiful thing, too, on that end. It's a beautiful thing on both ends, trust me. It really is. Oh, it's beautiful. That's really great. Yeah, it's nice to hear. It's uplifting, you know? It's just uplifting. Oh, my gosh. We need that right now, all of us. Um, Be uplifted and joyful. I, I want to read a poem out of my book, but then I have a couple of really cool questions for you that oh, I love great. asking my entertainers. All right. Um, okay. But I want to read a poem for you because you mentioned like your gift from God. And I wasn't planning on doing this, but when you said that, I thought I need to do this. So any, anyone, thank you. Anyone and everyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass. Because, guys, 31 years ago, I was a dumbass. But through the grace of God, I am now a smartass. And the word ass is in the Bible. At least 40 times it means donkey. And that's what I was. And you're right. So, you know, we've got to really understand that we are all born with talents. We have to find them. So here's the poem. And I hope... I do you justice with this poem, Nanette, okay? Oh, oh, I'm sure you will. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hear it. Utilizing gifts and talents. We are born with talents. We are born with drive, with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Our gifts and talents should all be used. God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure using our gifts to go on tour. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more than our jobs to share them, to even up the score. You see, in life, what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading them around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Put your efforts forth. Do not hesitate. All your talents, my friend, are never second rate. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts were made to share. Our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened. Then you can roar. 
Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. Once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. By putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever. Nanette LeCarrie, forever and a day. Go through life excited for what you sure can give to yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. You're making sure people smile with the breaking dawn. That's for you today. Oh, thank you so That is so, that's, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. And then I get a little chill when you're reading because it puts everything down that's, that's so positive and, and how, and to share these things. Oh, that's so beautiful. You are a poet. Oh, uh, and I know <laughs> it. And you know it. Oh, it's, it's so nice. I, I hope that you can get that. I hope you can get that out somewhere so people can. Yeah, it it's it's published. It's published in my book. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I'm not to find it's out beautiful. about that. Yeah. Separately, I want to know. I want to get a copy of that. <laughs> we well, everyone out there, if you want my book, okay, you can go to Simon and Schuster Archway Publishing Bookstore, and it can help everyone, families, anyone in recovery, anyone in addiction. But it's oh. it's much more than that. It's about life and everything we're going through. And I'm a recovery coach and a nutritional health coach, so I can help anyone out there. All my services to you are free. Please oh, reach out. Oh, that's so great. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that sounds so great. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> it's important because that's what we all need. This we all need moment. that. Especially, that's right, girlfriend, especially. Yes. We do. So that's I have a couple well, cool oh, questions. You. You're welcome. I have a couple okay. cool questions for you. So, <clears throat> again, I've said this before to you. I, I always felt I was born too late because I would have been the girl with the ponytail, the poodle skirt. <laughs> The blue suede shoes and the black leather jacket, all of it. I wanted it all, okay? So when you were growing up, the street corners, did you sing on them? Like, what was it really like? It was really like that. It was, yeah. well, some neighborhoods, I know what the neighborhood Beverly Warren came from, they would sing under the L. That's in Jackson. Yes, under the L, yes. I was from Long yes, Island City, New York. York. Oh, oh, so then you know that. So that really happened, and it, that's how many of us met and really started groups, and even if it wasn't the group we stayed with, it was a, a great way to, to learn the craft. But what happened was, I was in a very, um, uh, King, near King's Plaza, which is uh, Brooklyn, Flatbush area. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. And at that time, the house, it was like, the house was, we had space and this and that. But when we went, that's when I went to St. Brendan's, I mean, I would sing in my house all the time as I said, constantly. But when I went to St. Brendan's, I'm, that's where I met Mary, Mary Iazi, which is rough. Okay. And we would sing, when I tell you, we got into so much trouble with the nuns. We had, with the yes. girls Catholic high school. <laughs> and we, with the uniforms, the whole deal. Yes. And we would get into so much trouble because any free moment, we would run, we would, this is crazy, but the, the, the classes were long, if you remember most schools. I was we in a Catholic school, too. Yes, in New York. Oh, Go ahead. You were no. So, lunchtime, outside time, in the closet, even the chairs <laughs> that went up to the roof. We were singing constantly. They were very annoyed with us. <laughs> they weren't happy about it. But we, we, we really did that. And so, I'm telling you... Like, like Kenny Vance is looking for an echo. Well, yes. Kenny Vance's song, we all, that song meant so much to me because we were always looking for an echo. You know, always looking for, to enhance our voices any way we could. Oh. Under, yeah, it's crazy, but that, we all have that in common. I have to say, most of the 60s people that I talk to, we have that in common. So yes, we sang everywhere we could, anytime we could, 
any place he could. <laughs> I got to meet Kenny Vance and interview him, and that was very cool, too. I mean, he's, yeah, amazing. He's you know, I'm on cloud yeah, nine with all of you, okay? I'm on cloud nine, girlfriend. Oh, thank you. We'll join you. We'll be on the same class together. Come oh, on, class. gosh, baby. Come on, but I, I want to tell you something. Wait, about the Catholic school and the nuns? They had to pretend they didn't like what you were doing and it annoyed them. That's not true. Maybe. They loved they like it, it, but they couldn't say it. <laughs> I said, well, you know, definitely. And that's Mary, when we named the group Reparator and the Delmars. She took that name after Sister Mary Reparata, which was one of the Dominican nuns that we oh. had. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, she did. She had been in the choir, and she really liked Sister Mary Reparata, who was a, a very nice woman and was a nun. But uh, that's where she got the, the name Reparata from. Okay. And the Delmars was just one of those things that we did with Mindells, the Delmars, the Deltones, whatever. It was just one of those things. But yeah, so just to let you know that, yeah, our, our little high school did a lot for us, and <laughs> wow. nuns did a lot. We, not a discipline there. If you yeah. want to have Catholic school, you know the discipline. Yes. Oh, wait, I'll tell you a discipline story about Elvis. Oh, tell me. Okay. So I was probably in fourth grade. We moved out of Long Island City when I came into New Jersey in seventh grade. So I was okay. probably in fourth grade. And of course, they line you up in the schoolyard after your recess and take you in. Well, I'm in the front of the line and I've got my back to Sister Matilda. She had to be a hundred, you know, like six foot ten. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I do know. Okay, and she, with that miserable face, you know how they were. So anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was this tiny little thing in fourth grade, and I have my back to her talking to my girlfriend. I'll never forget this, Frances Ann. And we've communicated on Facebook, me and Frances Ann. So anyway, oh, and this is what I say. Frances Ann, my mommy let me watch Elvis last night. It was the best. Oh. Well, she oh. taps me on my shoulder with her finger really hard, like, and made me almost cry. I turn around and she goes, you're not going to believe this. She said, you're going to hell for that. I would believe they said that. And I went home and cried to my mom and my mom went there and told them off. My mother was not great when it came to all that. My mother let them have it. But can you imagine saying that to a little fourth grader because of Elvis? Get out. I'm, I'm telling you, we, we had many things like that. Happening. I. That's funny. I didn't know that you would remember. You know, you were. I, I know. Well, I'm old, and I'm sure you're younger than I am. But what what happens is that I remember this as the day he was supposed to be on Ed Sullivan. I guess you're talking about that time you saw him on Ed Sullivan. Well, I was I was born in '61, so I got oh, no, the no, later, no. the later. Okay. But I saw it all. Of course, I saw it when he was okay. on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Yes. Well, to let you know about the, the nuns, because that's when I was in the Catholic elementary, and I went to Catholic high school too, but. They told us similarly: don't watch Elvis Presley tomorrow, or you will make a you That's will be terrible. Sin. You will make the sin. They did say it. I'm uh-huh. telling you, they said it. Of course, I watched it. Yes, <laughs> listen. <laughs> of course, <laughs> and they were it's the same similar thing. You were a little later, but being there at the time. I was watching it. I was, I was going to confession. You know okay. Yeah, I'm right. Sure. Give me a break. I didn't go to confession. I was like, no, Elvis is good. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yep, so oh similar, my gosh, that's a similar thing. That's, that's great. Really yeah, that's, that's great. Really yep. Yeah, we're tough. I, oh, I guess we got the good. Oh, All I, right. I'm, I'm not unhappy with what happened. Okay. And I'll never forget that. Well, you know what? So no. we have one more song in queue. So okay. what we're going to do is we're going to play the song. And then, you know, you have the mic. You can talk, still talk. No worries there. Um, oh. I can hear the rain. Now, I think this was... Oh, it says 1967. Is that right? 
Yes, that's the year. Okay. Yes. Okay. With RCA, RCA, I think. Okay, so let's play this one and we'll talk about this, okay? Oh. I can hear the rain falling. Let's talk about it. Okay. This is one of my, uh, honestly, one of my favorite, favorite, beautiful songs that we've done ever. It was written by Jeff Barry, the Kelly Greenwich duo there. Mm -hmm. And he also wrote another one for us on Nobody's Baby Now, which is another very, really beautiful song for us. We we got airplay on this song, and uh, on, I guess it was WMCA at, at that time. And we thought for sure it would really be a, Huge hit, but for some reason, wasn't like our, our you know teenager or Tommy was. Like you could hear the difference in the sounds, but we loved it, and it, it really it didn't make a big splash anywhere. Uh, they get airplay throughout the country, but um, it's one of our, my favorite songs, okay. all our favorite songs. Very very beautiful. Beautiful with a great orchestra. Oh my god, it was a wonderful set. It was a great session, and it didn't take us too long to accomplish this, the you know, the vocals. That time they, they would put down, you know, we'd be going, they put down the music first and then the vocals. But okay. It was so good. Mm -hmm. Oh! I hope people like it. Wait, I got it. Yeah. You just refreshed my memory about something I wanted to say that I did forget. When you were talking okay. about how back then, you know, 
what you guys did on stage and all that and versus what would go on today. Everything has to be perfect and the sand and this and that. Yeah. Okay, so I want to share something with you. I have okay. said to so many of my legendary guests, okay, that including Larry Chance, I've said this to everyone. We didn't care. We didn't care. Today, to be honest with you, having it so perfect, I still don't care. We cared about watching you guys, listening to you guys and saying, oh my gosh, it's them. Do you know what I mean? That was what was important to us. So even today, when I go to see a lot of these legends in concert, I can't even tell you if they're off key or not. I don't care. I'm just sitting there with this grin on my face, taking my lives and going, oh my gosh, it's Larry Chance. Oh my gosh, it's, you know, Vito Picone. Oh my God. You know, that's, that's all that we care about. So you That's guys so were the best of the best of the best, and they can never top it today, not even with all their perfection. Oh, thank you. That's really a great thing to hear, because sometimes you just, you know, you don't know where everything is at, because things have changed so much. But Larry Chance, we sang with him so many uh, times in the regions, and the, he's great. Love him. He's, he's an amazing, yeah, he's a great singer. Love him. And he's him. been doing it as long as I've yeah. been doing it. Yes, yes, Shout yes. out to Larry, because my aunt who's gone now, rest in peace, she she died last year. My aunt Nancy from Ooh, Staten Island, aunt. she was friends with oh. Larry and introduced us. So yeah, shout oh. out to both of them. So, I'm sorry that she passed. Uh, she did a beautiful thing. Yes. Thank you, for sure. Yeah, he's a really nice person and, and a great, he's a great performer. Yes. An incredible yes. performer. Well, throughout the years, yes. we sang with him so many times. It was like a package deal. We uh, did the Regions, yeah, sometimes the Jive Five, us, Larry Chance, and maybe one of the group chimes. Yeah, it was like a, and we were the only, girl, not too many girl groups doing a lot of these shows at that time so we were like on all the on all the shows was great so you had a great experience with many things it makes you smile that that sounds so great to me oh my gosh yeah, I understand that. Oh, and I got a hello for you. I got a hello for you today from, well, from Tell two me. people, Jim Durkin, of course, and George Tezio. Oh, okay. And Alex Augustine. We cannot forget about Alex. Alex is the one who hooked us up. He's my guy. Oh. And Alex gave me your songs. Alex Augustine, baby, we love you. Oh, that's great. Thank, I want to thank them then as well and shout back to them. Hello. I hope you're listening. If not, it's okay. No, no, there, no. Alex nice. called me today. He's going to, as soon as it's out there, he's going to be um, listening to it. And he also lives now in my town, eight minutes from me. Oh, oh that's great. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Now we all we gravitate towards one another, you know. You know? But <laughs> that's funny. But he's really good. He's done a lot for us. Yes. yes thank you. We've done some of the shows in Queens. Yes, good guy. fellas. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank God. So I, I love it. About it, the people and, and the talent. I and love it's, it. It's such a wonderful time to speak with you, Jerry. It's been fun. So and me I too. Know, I don't know. If, well, here's the deal. Here's the thing. The mic is yours. You have a few more minutes. What I really want you to do now is whatever you may have forgotten to say. I don't want you to get off saying, oh, I should have said this or what's up and coming. Here's your chance. Now the mic is yours, sweetheart. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Okay. I, I just, I guess I would want to talk a little bit about, um, from the heart shows. Yeah. Uh, Mater which Nada and then his wife, um, Debbie, took over when he passed away. It was such a thrill to sing on those shows because we did much of the backup. Uh, as Minette as Adele Ron and, and uh, Barbara as a 
one of the toys and, and the different people that sang with us. But it, to, to tell you about the smile that you were talking about, as, as I, if I did background with the people that I so much loved when I was young and just coming up, I had the smile on my face that you're talking about. See? <laughs> and, and the great pleasure to be doing that. He was a, yeah, he was a great man. He, he put such shows together. One show I think was, um, it was so great. Um, we just sat, sat in the audience. He had Fats Domino. Oh. He had Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. I'm trying to think, oh my God, who was the third one? It's, oh my God. It was just incredible. Wow. He put on incredible shows and, and until he passed away when his uh, wife took over. And then, yeah. Okay. So that's one thing I wanted to talk about. And I just, um, I guess just talking about the main fact that, you know, music, music is a, a life. All of us, I think. I think music is a is a, heal, is a healer. Yes. And you talked about some and the poetry that you wrote, and 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 it's just. It, it's a, it, as I said, not only is talent a gift from God, but I, I know music is a gift from God, because if you think of life without it, I, I'm I'm sure it would be horrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> I know we missed it, but you know, it, it, it we have memories, good memories, like we talked about, and maybe some sad memories but you hear a song and, and you remember yes. from the 60s you remember who you were with yes. what you were doing and all these special songs yes. that uh, have and, and have gotten us through I can honestly say some of the bad times many of the bad times that I had I was 24-7 listening to music and I would say that would save you know like save my life like yes. I saved my life last night well you know the music has really encouraged me and made me grow and, and, and save me from bitter times or sad times. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, 1,000%. Without music, right. we would not, we would, we, yes. Yeah, I agree that, with that's you. Kind of, that's a given. It's a given. Yes. Yep. And I'm hoping, I'm sure the fans and people that listen, you know, they, they must feel the same way. And what's funny about, but also, and I <laughs> want to say this, and, and fans know more about our music than we do. <laughs> listen, they, that's they great. Do, they can tell you, it's so funny. We can tell you that the, the record company, the date, many the fans that really know stuff, they know names. And, and, and that's, that's a blessing to have that around us. I mean, really, what a nice thing. Kind of you know, Elvis yeah. Presley, wait, I want to interject because I have to say this. So, you know, I'm a huge Elvis fan, right? Of course. And <clears throat> so when people sing his songs, they're afraid to sing them around me because they know I'm going to be like, listen, he didn't say angel. He said angel. Okay, listen, he didn't do it that way. He did it this way. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's really fun. That keeps us all our toes off. Okay. Yeah. It keeps you on your toes. You don't want... That's great, though. Think about how great that is. I'm so happy to... Well, and you never really got to meet him. Did you ever get to Graceland? Well, here's the thing. I got to Graceland when it first opened a few times in between. I was there a few years ago, and I also did the virtual tour as my 60th birthday gift, and it was incredible. Incredible, because they take you in every corner of the rooms that you don't go in by foot. Okay. But oh, wow. here's really what's fun. cool. I'm going to share this with you. I yes. was I I got the honor of meeting and being interviewed by George Klein at Graceland before oh, he died, wow. and I got to interview Elvis Presley's nurse Marion, and she's like 96 now, and I love her. We talk a lot, and I got a oh, hello hey. from Yep, I got a hello from Priscilla. We were supposed to meet during COVID, and I'm hoping it still happens. But here's the big thing: I got to interview. The gentleman that goes by, Elvis Aaron Presley Jr., who was awarded his father's name by the courts. 
Really? Yes. Really, you're saying something. And we will, you will talk if you want, and I can share that interview with you. So he was granted his father's name by the courts. Okay. Amazing. So here we go. So I'm, I'm happy. Right. So, so you see, you, you know, that's a great part of your life. You and you know, he must be watching over all of us. He is happy that you're thinking of him like yep. that. You know, he's yep. a pretty great artist, incredible. And Priscilla Presley, she, yep. no, I have, we have, we share the same birthday, Priscilla and myself. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and, yeah, so I, I always had a little warm spot in my heart for her. Oh. But um, yeah, so that's so great. I hope, I hope that yep. I. I I don't know what you think about the Elvis impersonators. Okay, I, I so I'll share. Okay, so, okay. all right. And, and you know, I'm professional with what I'm going to say. I still have yeah. the ticket that I never made Elvis's concert in my, mm. framed in my Elvis poker room. I have an Elvis poker table I had made. Mm. And I, Yeah, and I have the ticket there because he died. My mom finally said I could go. I was going with my aunt who met him and kissed him many moons ago. And mm. he died. I was 16. So, okay, having said wow. that. When all these ETAs came out, I was on cloud nine in the beginning. I was younger, you know? Yes. And I got to say, there are some that are incredible. Yes, and then absolutely. there are some that I think should give it up. <laughs> I do not appreciate the fat Elvis impersonators that make fun of him. I've told oh. one of them off. Oh. I went right to his Thank face, you. right in his face Thank at you. the concert. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. And um, that. that is terrible. And, but I'm going to share something really cool with you. I've interviewed a couple young ETAs up and coming that are going to be incredible. And I interviewed a nine-year-old. He is now, I think, 10. His name is, um, let me see. Is it, uh, I think he's, I think he's 10 now. Um, and I interviewed him and he, he dressed like Elvis in his living room. And they had, it was beautiful what they did. And he will tell you that he's been an Elvis fan his entire life. Okay, and he's 10. You know, it's beautiful. But but as far as the other ETAs, like I said, there are a lot that are absolutely incredible. I've interviewed most of them. And some of them should be ashamed of themselves. I've seen some, you know, we've we've actually sung with a few of them over the years. And luckily, the ones that we sang with were, were... Pretty good. Oh, so do, I, I, do you I, remember any yeah. of their names? I I might know do them. No, I do know. I really can't. That's okay. No, I'm that's okay. Yeah. The eighties. I'm going back to the eighties. Oh, okay, some, okay. Some of the nineties. Yeah, even in the nineties, when I did a show in Brooklyn, um, near Brighton Beach, uh, with Barbara Harris and the Toys, and we did a show there, and there was one other person. He he wanted us to back him up, but we we couldn't do it at that time because okay. we had our own things to do. But he borrowed my sunglasses. He, he saw my sunglasses and he said to me, I don't have my sunglasses today. Could you could you lend me your glasses? I, I said, you know what? You can keep it. <laughs> you can keep it to yours. So it was, you know, so they, they he was good. He I wish I would remember their names. But there are That's still okay, yes. that are doing it. Yeah, oh, beautiful. And, oh, that's great. I, oh, well, I'm glad that you had what you had. And yes. your, your little memoirs and yes. memorabilia. That's really important. 
and it's important to he was a great artist and yep. so I think it's important that he you know he had such a place in music such an incredible place not a good actor I like did you like his movies oh listen to me I loved his movies okay I was young well you know what the TV guide used to get delivered in Long Island City to our doors every yes. every week yes. or month whatever it was every week and right. they would have his photo every week in a movie every single week so yes. I would grab it yes. and go through it and go mommy mommy Elvis and she'd be like okay <laughs> and she would make Make sure I saw all his movies. Oh, great. So she mom was on board with you. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, he was great. They play a lot of them now in some of the uh, movie you channels know. that I get from my regular TV. But that's great. So this is this is what we said about music. It yeah. becomes a part of us that we just will never cut out. That's right. And will really make makes us who we are and, and how we you know, how we feel about life. And it, it's great. I'm so glad that, to meet you, Jerry. Oh, ditto. Ditto. Um, go ahead. Um, I'm going to be listening to more of your shows. Oh, I love it. I am so honored today. Real quick, I'm going to read the end of one of my music poems that you're going to crack up. Oh, please do. It's just one little thing, one little thing. Music is a must for you to keep your joy, especially if it's Elvis and now Nanette, because Elvis and Nanette are my boys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, baby. So, Nanette, thank you, girl. You know, I'm so honored. I want to thank you for this incredible interview. Um, You know, you made my day. I so needed this today. Um, I love you. And listen, this isn't over, girlfriend, okay? Good, good. I'm glad it's not over. I'm so thankful you feel that way. And it makes me happy and joyful. Here we go. Thank you so much. I'm going to close out today by saying this. Everybody, share this interview, okay? Ladies yes, and gentlemen, right. Jerry Petito. Right here with us, a legend. <laughs>